0: Welcome to the Learn, Reflect, Repeat podcast. I'm your host, Judy Zacchio. Thanks for joining me on a year long journey through middle school. Listen each week as I pause to reflect on my teaching, keep the good and ditch the bad. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to episode two, The Honeymoon is Over, and I'm sure all of you teachers out there can totally relate. After about week two, you really start getting the sense of what your students are like, their strengths, weaknesses, their quirks, and you start to see different behaviors pop up, and they get really familiar with you. And it's a good thing, but it also is pretty exhausting, and it's a bit trying, let's admit it you might have noticed that episode two took me quite a while to produce. Well, yes, I've been gone for three weeks. Uh, Technically, I've actually been gone for only one of those weeks. But I decided the last minute at the end of week two of school that I needed to fly back to Australia to be with my family because my dad was having some open heart surgery. And it really did make me reflect on the importance of family. And the fact that My students are going to survive without me. And I know every teacher feels like nobody could do it the way they could, but I just had to suck it up and write those lesson plans and make that decision. And it was a tough one because it was so soon into the school year, but I don't regret it. My dad's doing really well and I'm back in the swing of things now. So hopefully back on track for my weekly episodes every Sunday evening. In the midst of writing my week long lesson plans and feeling super sorry for myself and hating the fact that teachers have to write a plan for any time they're gone, that's a whole nother episode. But something good actually came out of it. I was also under the deadline to submit my emergency lesson plans to the office, you know, in case I couldn't have plans made for some unforeseen reason. And it made me think about something that would be really useful that I could use throughout the entire school year, something that basically I'd never have to write another plan again. And I came up with the idea of uh, a PBL for my students. And this one that I'm going to use is called Design Your Own Theme Park. And I love to beg, borrow, and steal. So I found this great resource on Teachers Pay Teachers. And basically, it's a fully um, encompassing unit where students do just that. They design their own theme park. It involves language arts, math, science, every subject area you need, and you need to cover in a school day. So my plan is to go over this with my students, actually introduce it to them when I'm in class, and basically prepare them for a sub day so that they'll know exactly what they need to do, they'll know what groups they should be in, and the class can virtually run itself. And my plan is anytime I'm gone this year for a professional development day, if I'm sick, if something comes up, the students will know, oh, it's go to the PBL. It's lesson um, design your own theme park day. So I'm hoping that they'll get a few days throughout the school year and then at the very end of the school year that last week when you're just not sure what to do especially in middle school because the grade books closed I'm going to use this as a way to wrap up the school year and we'll finish up our projects and present them to each other so that's something that I'm really excited about my co-worker is also going to use it with her class and I will reflect on it and let you know how it goes A couple of highlights when I'm thinking back on this past month of school, things that are going really well are some new things I'm trying in the class. One of them I'm calling daily Twitter and of course I got the inspiration from myself rejoining Twitter and I thought, you know, it'd be great to have the students give me their opinion on something in a really quick, easy fashion on a daily basis and we share out with the class and we have a quick discussion and it's just a good way to kick start the day so every day i write up on the board something that they have to answer and i provide sentence frames for them especially for second language learners that's helpful and they write it down on a post-it note and then we share out in various different ways either a whole class or with a buddy and then they post it to the twitter wall in my classroom and at the end of every week we gather up all the tweets and they uh, transfer those to their language arts notebook, so they have a record of all the things they've talked about throughout the year. Um, Another thing I've tried which I'm really enjoying and the kids have gone crazy over is Flipgrid. If you haven't used it yet, it's a video response tool and the possibilities are endless. Again, another really great thing for us second language learners. And the third tool or app that I've used is the Seesaw um, Portfolio app and I'm just getting started with it, but I'm really excited with what we've done so far. Every Friday after our flashlight reading time, my students are creating book snaps. So basically they take a picture of a page in whatever book they're reading because it's choice reading and they have to highlight a certain section and write down what they're noticing and noting about their book. And then they share it out on the Sesame feed, the main page, and other students can comment and see what they're reading. And it's just a great way for students to interact in a a fun and engaging way with their text that they're reading. So now some lowlights, or I guess thinking back about things that are are stressful for teachers, and particularly in the first month of school. Um, It's exhausting, we are getting to know our kids, the honeymoon's over, it's very challenging, and um, taking that time off and having to write sub plans, and being gone and coming back, it was exhausting. And I realized that when I'm tired, i am not my best self in the classroom i noticed myself getting a little snippy with the kids definitely not giving them the full attention that i normally do and just not really being my empathetic usual self and fun self and it made me think that you know we teachers we need to take care of ourselves number one priority sleep Uh, number two priority Uh, Making sure that we're taking care of our mental well-being. So something that I like to do nightly on a nightly basis is Meditate I listen to the calm app and I do the daily calm Meditations and it's wonderful. It really does help quiet my mind helps me get to sleep easy stay asleep Uh, another thing I do for myself in terms of self-care is I get monthly massages and it's just a great way to de-stress and treat myself for a job well done. So I think it's really important. We do need to take care of ourselves. So I wanna end this episode by talking about some things I'm looking forward to and looking ahead. My coworker and I are going to try to rework our math curriculum this year to make it even more engaging and we're trying to find ways to have our students be more hands-on and have more little mini projects going on where they're showing their understanding in a different way other than a test or a quiz. Another thing I'm going to try is Go Formative. I tried it a few years ago and hated it, but my colleague Mariana is super into it. And I'm going to pick her brain on that and find out how I could use it to my benefit and I also want to start another new podcast and this one I'd like to call The Happy Hour because I'd like to interview people, uh, amazing educators in our district and talk to them on a Friday afternoon after school and that really is the happiest hour. Am I right? Well, that's it for this week. I am so thankful you listened again. I am going to hopefully create a website where I can post my recordings and transcripts and maybe start making things a little more interactive so I'd love to get some feedback and talk to you about things you're doing in the classroom and I really appreciate you being here have a great night